Welcome to episode 62 of the Running on Ohm podcast with Sage Canaday and Sandy Nypair, professional ultra trail mountain runners and coaches. Sage and Sandy's interview is the seventh of Running on Ohm's Boulder series. I interviewed Sage individually on the Running on Ohm podcast number 39 in May, and if you want to learn more about Sage's personal story, definitely check out Running on Ohm podcast number 39. But this episode will focus on Sage and Sandy's adventures and running and health together. If you're tuning into the podcast right now, please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider leaving a review on iTunes. I'm always open to feedback or questions, and I encourage you to leave your comments on our Facebook page. In this episode, Sage and Sandy discuss their adventures together, pursuing ultra mountain running and health. Let's jump into the show with Sage and Sandy. Sage and Sandy recount the story of how they met. Sandy gives her running background and what inspired her to sign up for her first 100-miler. They describe one another in three words. They recount their wins in the North Face Endurance Challenge in Costa Rica, how they support each other when racing, the balance between training together and by themselves, what it is like to share a coaching business, how they have shaped each other's nutrition, all this and more on this episode of the Running on Ohm podcast. Oh, welcome Sage and Sandy to the Running on Ohm podcast. Thank you. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. So I get to be sitting with Sage and Sandy in person, and it's pretty exciting because Sage and I connected earlier this year on the podcast via Skype, but now I get to meet Sandy, his girlfriend, and also an accomplished ultra runner herself. And so I'd love to hear from you too the story of how you first met. Let's start there. <laughs> You're better at telling that story. Oh, I'm better at telling it. Okay, so it was uh, in the fall, a um, year and a half ago, and uh, his friend and I were driving out to the Grand Canyon. We were going to run the rim to rim to rim on the Grand Canyon, and uh, we were driving from Boulder here in Colorado. And at the time, Sandy was living out in Buena Vista, Colorado, and uh, we had kind of connected earlier through the Pikes Peak Marathon. I kind of knew of her name. She kind of knew of me. Um, so I sent her a message on Facebook, really, first and said, oh, you want to meet up for a run? I'm kind of driving through your town. It was right on the map. Um, and uh, But we were with my friend, so it was more of an informal group run type of thing. So we met up with her, did a short run on the Colorado Trail. Well, I thought it was short. It was still like 10 miles, I think. And that was right before running the, the Grand Canyon Rim to Rim to Rim, which is 45 miles. So it was it was a little farther than I'm used to going, but uh, Sandy was nice, and she showed us all the scenes, and we really hit it off from there. And so then a couple weeks later, I, was, I messaged her again, and this was our first official date. And I said, hey, you want to meet for another run, this time in Leadville, Colorado, because it was kind of in between uh, Buena Vista and where I live in Boulder. And so that was in November, and we got really lucky because it wasn't too cold and snowy in Leadville yet. At 11,000 feet, you never know what you're going to get. So uh, we just, that time it was just the two of us. But I still had no idea it was a date because they just asked me to go for a run. I'm like, well, people ask me to go for runs all the time. So I had no idea. It was a date in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And what was it like, your first run, just you two? How did you guys navigate the pace? I mean, obviously, Sage... You've got a lot of speed in your legs, and you, you're more of the ultramarathoner background, much more of a strength runner, as well as still speedy, because you're obviously <laughs> a, 
winning a lot of races out there. But what was that like? Were you nervous about running with him? Um, probably a little bit because I know he's so fast. But of course, he just let me set the pace, and it was definitely just an easy conversational phase. So, F- as soon as we started running, I was I was okay. I think towards the end, like we finished up like a really like pretty steep hill, and then I got a little bit worried because I knew he was a great uphill runner. Um, and he was definitely. I think I heard a little bit, but besides that, it was really good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Now, backing up a little bit, I mean, Sage, I've heard your story and your running journey, but Sandy, just give listeners a little bit of a recap of how you came into running and why ultra marathoning is kind of your calling. It's kind of, it's pretty perfect. And um, if fate exists, it definitely gave me a reason to believe it. It's possible. Uh, so it's actually... I guess to get the whole story, um, I actually just slept in one day and I didn't mean to, like I missed going somewhere and I decided to turn on the radio, which is weird because I always woke up to a CD and um, by chance I heard these two guys talking from the nonprofit Impossible to the Possible and they were saying something about a youth expedition coming up and how like, but I think like registration like just closed, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check it out and I'm just going to, and I applied even though it was already closed. Um, I ended up getting called for an interview, um, and they ended up picking me to go on this youth expedition to the Akshayuk Pass in um, Baffin Island, Canada, and part of it was in the Arctic Circle. And so I went on this 10-day um, trekking expedition all the way through the Akshayuk Pass, and I met some really amazing ultra runners. Um, some like well-known known ones are like Ray Zaha, Marshall Orich, which is kind of Colorado Colorado legend, um, Jen Sager, who's very accomplished um, athlete and they just started telling their stories and talking about these hundred mile races and it just clicked so um, I fell in love never done any kind of adventure stuff like that before but as soon as I got back to Ohio where I was going to school at the time I quit my basketball team and signed up for a hundred mile race. (laughs) Wow what was that first 100 miler? Um, It's the Mohican Trail 100 in Loudonville, Ohio. And what was your experience like during that first race? I think I was just pretty happy and calm. I wish I could um, always go back to the experience in races now, but I was just so excited to be there. I remember going to the race, like, I'm just going to enjoy a day outside, and that's how I looked into it. Um, and I was blessed to have my twin sister there with me. Um, and she's definitely the only one who didn't think I was crazy when I started training for 100 miles, um, and she was there with me, so... It was just a wonderful experience, and I was pretty calm and happy the whole time. Mm, Beautiful. Now, if you both were to describe the other person in three words, what would they be? Um, I'll let you go first. You let me go first? (laughs) Put him on the hot seat. (laughs) Um, I would say creative, kind. I should have went first. first. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna make it harder for you. <laughs> <laughs> and intelligent. Honestly, that was the, like the three words I thought of right before we started talking. Um, but I definitely have to say creative too. Um, generous um, and determined. Mm, beautiful. Now, recently, you both ran in the North Face Endurance Challenge in Costa Rica. And you both had a lot of success in those races. What was it like getting to support each other in your respective races? And were you guys able to watch each other at all? And what distances did you race? 
we weren't able to watch each other at all. Um, but I ran the 50 miles and he ran the 50K. Yeah, so Sandy started, they had this different start time. So Sandy started about two hours um, before my race started. And so I kind of, I was doing a little video, so I filmed her kind of starting and helped her get ready at, at the start line. But uh, once she was off, then I just had to get ready for my race. And since my race was a lot shorter, I uh, finished before her. So then I, I got my camera out again and tried to capture her at the finish. Um, but during the race, we we didn't really overlap at all, unfortunately. So I couldn't, I didn't know how she was doing um, until like right before she finished, I got a update from the race directors and they're like, Oh yeah, Sandy's winning by a lot. So then I was really excited, but um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't overlap during that race too much, but it was a fun trip together for sure. Yeah. What was for you guys the highlight of that trip together? Hmm. I know. I know what the highlight was for me. <laughs> Relaxing after the race on the beach. Yeah, that was nice. I think like on a lot of trips, you don't get to relax a lot. So it was nice to actually just sit back and relax. But I don't know. I just really enjoyed the culture too. Like they're um, kind of like country motto is Pura Vida. And it's really great just to experience what Pura Vida really means. Because I think like in simple translation, it's just like live life or something. Um, according to that but it's so much more to, than that when you talk to the people so I think just really getting experience that was pretty cool very sweet what has been one race for both of you that you guys have gotten to watch the other person race and what is that experience actually like getting to watch the person or getting to crew the person has that happened yet you got to crew for me yeah it's usually so it's usually going to be when just one of us is racing because uh, if we're both doing the same race we don't we don't see each other so I crewed for Sandy at the Desert Rats 50-mile uh, race out in Fruita, Colorado, um, and she won uh, in a, a good time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I, was, I was nervous the whole time. Uh, you kind of have to be nervous for all those hours that you, your significant others out there running. Um, but it, it also goes by really fast because you're always determined to just get to the next aid station, the next crew point. And I was just driving the car back and forth all around trying to figure out where I could spectate from, where I could film, and where she could get, refill her bottles, and I could give her a new bottle and some energy gels or a sandwich or whatever she needed. So um, doing that was, was a lot of fun. It's exciting, um, keeping track and uh, watching her do so well was nice. Yeah, I guess I watched Sage at Lake Sonoma, and that was nerve-wracking, <laughs> to the contrary, because I think all the top um, men were right together, um, I know Zach who ended up winning the race was always a little bit ahead and so you weren't sure how like how things were going or how things would play out and it was a little nerve-wracking. It was exciting and it was nice to be there and just to offer my support but it was definitely just like a little nervous I guess during the, just to see how things would play out. For sure. Now Sage you have Speed Goat coming up on your calendar is that correct? Yep yep in a week now. Wow. Speed Goat 50k. That's great. Yeah. And what do you think, how are your preparations for that been going? And I know you guys do some training runs together. How does that work? And how do you fit those into your individualized training plans, also getting time in with each other on the trails? Uh, so yeah, speed go training, I think is going pretty well, uh, knock on wood. <laughs> um, I'd say like together we've done a couple adventures where we've gone out to the higher mountains here in Colorado. So for Sandy's birthday, 
um, about two weeks ago, this week and a half ago, we were out in Telluride and um, Silverton, which is pretty high altitude. And so a lot of times on those day trips, we'll run together in the mountains. And it's I usually have some easier days um, where I'm not worried about going as hard as I can. And so we run together. And, you know, it's, it's hard for me, too, because we're going up mountains that are pretty steep at a high altitude, which I think is, is good speed goat training. Um, and so Sandy keeps me in check and she makes sure I climb and get that climbing in and, uh, don't push myself too hard. Uh, so it's good to go on those camping trips together and spend time together running in the, in the mountains. Yeah. That's great. What is it like for you to run with Sage now that it's past the first date, long past it? (laughs) Yeah, I think everything's like when we run together, like sometimes... I feel bad because I know I'm not as fast as him and I feel like I put pressure on myself but I know it has nothing to do with him and everything to do with me but most of the time like it's so nice to share the trails with somebody Um, and it just it's really just like a great thing just to have someone I love to like run with um, and just enjoy the beauty with me because I've definitely taken a lot of solo trips and done a lot of camping by myself and after a while it's like it's great to see that by yourself and to have that solo experience, but sometimes, you know, it'd be like, I would think like life is better shared and it'd be great to have somebody here. Very much so. Well, well said for sure. Now you guys also do coaching together and I'd love to hear a little bit about how you both got into coaching and what kind of work you're doing now with that. Um, so I guess I started the coaching business kind of a couple years ago, just kind of um, pretty informal. Um, I didn't have, we didn't have as many athletes. Um, but since we team up now together, uh, we've gotten a lot more athletes in, in the program and it's all individualized training. Uh, we have athletes from, you know, the age of 20 up to mid fifties. Uh, so huge age range, men and women, all training for everything from running a army, um, time trial, like several miles, two miles, three miles at a time to, people training for Western States 100 and, and beyond and road marathons, half marathons, trail races, anything in between. So it's been a good mix and it definitely helps to do it together as a team. Uh, when I just did it by myself before it was kind of overwhelming, but now that Sandy's helping me out, she has a lot of the ultra mindset experience, like what it's like to really be at the Western States 100 or running a hundred miles. And, um, she adds a lot of experience into that. So, yeah, it's really just an honor to do something I love for work. I'm sure you can relate to that. Um, and yeah, I just like an honor. Like people have been asked, have been trusting us to make training plans for them. And it is a lot of work, though. Like especially, I think we're both very like detail oriented, and we really try to cover every basis. And we're always asking. It's probably annoying to some people. Like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Did your legs feel okay today? Like, how did this pace feel? Um, and so there's a lot of work to it. And then we're, we're pretty much running here. It's like, we have a whole shelf of books all about running and like different ideas from different, like famous coaches. And so we're always reading up on that and kind of checking in. And, but it's, it's a lot of fun to do. I really love it. And do you both create your own training plans or do you guys kind of conference each other about what you're doing in your training? How does that work in your own lives? I think we basically kind of make up our own, but then we always talk to each other about it to make sure, like, what do you think about this? 
Yeah, exactly. Because I know, like, coaching myself, like, in theory, it's not really, it's not a good idea. Because when you coach yourself, you lose perspective. Um, you get too biased with yourself. Like, you're like, oh, I'm not really overtraining or, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this. And then you need that outside perspective. So that's what Sandy gives me is she says, you know, oh, you haven't been doing this and you've been ne neglecting this. And then I'll look back at it and I'll be like, you know what, you're right. <laughs> Awesome. That's really cool how you guys can be sounding boards for each other in that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Now, I recently have been stalking your Instagram and been seeing some amazing juice creations. <laughs> Who is behind this juicer? And what? how does nutrition play a role in your relationship? Well, I guess you start off with smoothies. And then I remember, I think we were in New Zealand, and they always had, like, um, fresh juice there, like, you know, just, like, pick whatever you wanted in the juice and then make it. And I'm like, oh, this is really good. And I think that, like, the thing about juice is I feel like you can add more vegetables and still have it taste good by just adding like an apple or an orange. And so I think I mentioned to Sage, I really liked it. And then for my birthday, he got me a juicer. And so we'll definitely make juices for each other. And it's great because you can make like ice cream out of bananas and berries too. And it's, it's a lot of fun to have. That's awesome. Yeah, Sandy usually makes the juice and the, the smoothies, and I just I just taste them and drink them. But I made he, one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and he also does a lot of the cleanup, which is really nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, as far as nutrition goes, what are your guys' thoughts on fueling yourself really for the long run? And as, as, as professional athletes, nutrition is so paramount to your success. Speak a little bit about that and how you guys have both helped shape each other's nutrition. Um, so I guess to start off, I've, I've been born and raised as a vegetarian, I'm a lifelong vegetarian. Um, and then I met Sandy, um, and she's definitely helped clean up my act a little. Because even as a vegetarian, you could eat fairly unhealthy. Like, I, I just was eating pizza and pasta and pancakes all the time. And uh, when Sandy came in, uh, we started living together, and she, you know, was getting more vegetables for us to eat together and I realized you know what I, I probably need to eat more vegetables and less refined sugar um and then we've worked on just she's also gluten-free so um I get a lot more gluten-free products so I'm kind of cutting back on the gluten I still drink beer but uh definitely less refined sugar I'm not you know eating all this processed stuff that I used to eat in the past um so Sandy's helped me with that a lot yeah, and I just, I feel like just eating, like, natural whole foods, like, it does so much for your energy levels, which is so important as a runner or any athlete, just to keep your energy up and having your muscles be able to recover as quickly as possible um, is huge. So, yeah, I just think eating really, like, natural foods, a lot of veggies and stuff like that, like, it, it definitely makes a huge impact on your quality of life. Now, you guys have traveled a lot of places together in, in the year and a half of being together. Can you bring me to one meal that you guys have shared that you both were thinking was so delicious? Probably that cafe in New Zealand. In Monica? Yeah, in Monica. Monica. There was this great cafe, and they like made this veggie burger, and they even had a gluten-free bun for me, and it was just like the best veggie burger ever. Like, it was pretty unique, too. Like, I think it like cranberries in it, and mm. I don't know, it was just really unique and I've never had a veggie burger like that I'm like wow this is pretty awesome yeah definitely that it was in the south island of New Zealand in a town called Wanaka it's like a main cafe downtown yeah never thought a veggie burger could be that special but it was pretty good yeah and they had beer there too 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Beer and coffee, so it's perfect. Yeah, okay. beer, coffee, desserts, pastries. <laughs> All of it. That's awesome. <laughs> we should try to get that veggie burger recipe. I'd be yeah, really curious to I see. I should find it. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Now, looking ahead to the, to the rest of 2014, 2015, what are you guys excited about doing together? Whether it's a race both of you are doing together, a place you'll be traveling, something with your coaching that's kind of developing. I know Mutt Runner, Sage's film, is in the works and the trailers mm-hmm. are looking awesome. Um, probably just more traveling together. I've couldn't get um, we couldn't travel to every race I go to like internationally yet, but still working on that. So just yeah, I guess we have anything like certain plans yet, but we always find something. Whether we just like decide to like go on a camping trip to who knows where last minute. So and I can't think of anything specific plans, but something always comes up. So Speed Goat is Sage's most upcoming race. What is your, is there an upcoming race for you, Sandy, in the next couple months? There will be. I'm not sure what it is yet. I haven't signed up for anything, but uh, I took a break from 100 miles for a couple years now, um, especially because I had, like, low iron, and it's just not fun to run that far when um, you're not feeling as best as you can. But I've had the urge to run 100 miles again, so I'll look into that for sure. Very cool. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. Now, to close up our interview, I have a few fun either-or questions, and you both can answer them respectively, or you could try to answer them for each other, which we've never <laughs> done before on the show. So, <laughs> let's try that. Okay, so Sandy, would you say Sage likes chocolate or vanilla butter? Chocolate. What would you say, Sage, for Sandy? Yeah, chocolate. Okay, nice. Dark chocolate. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Definitely sunset for you. Sunrise for her. It depends on the day. (laughs) Nice. Would he rather fly or be invisible as his superpower? Fly. Yeah, fly. Sandy would fly too. Cool, you guys could fly together. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one, which you already alluded to, is tea or coffee for Sage? Coffee. And what about for Sandy? Tea. Okay, nice. You guys, it's it's a pretty solid relationship here. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing everything on the Running on Own podcast. It was really a pleasure to talk with you too. It was yeah. a pleasure to be on the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for listening to episode 62 of the Running on Ohm podcast with Sage Canaday and Sandy Nypair, professional ultra trail mountain runners and coaches. In the upcoming week, the Running on Ohm podcast will continue to publish numerous episodes with amazing Boulder athletes and minds. Keep up with these inspirational stories. If you would like to connect with Sage and Sandy and the Running on Ohm community, you can find us on runningonohm.com, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I also want to thank all those who've written a review on the podcast on iTunes. These reviews allow more like-minded people to find the podcast. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes if you've listened to a few episodes, and feel free to comment or ask any questions on the Running on Ohm Facebook page. This is your host, Julia Hanlon, and I hope you have a beautiful day.